0: don't accidentally do things you'll later regret oh no you did welcome to the fourth episode fourth third i don't know anymore i'm pretty sure it's fourth it's the fourth episode of let's place it's the third one i've recorded today though because i have nothing to do and i'm home alone today uh this is uh a bad podcast I don't know why you're still listening into it. We are undergoing the endeavor of ranking every video game ever objectively and empirically. There is no room for bias. There is no room for personal feelings. There is nothing but cold, hard science in this warehouse. It's a warehouse.
1: Uh, Wait, we're in a warehouse? Yeah, we're in a warehouse. Shut up. So that's what all these airplane parts are here for.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I am joined this time with two brand new guests. Uh, you don't, well, maybe you know him from the Baka Cast, the premiere anime podcast. Do you guys have, like, competition that you look at and see, like, oh, that anime podcast is downloaded more than us, or?
1: I mean, yeah, kinda. Yeah? I mean, what, <laughs> yeah. what are the...
0: I, I don't want to, like, <laughs> signal boost them, but what are the ones that you're trying to stomp out?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, the, the big guns are kind of... But they've been around for a long time. Like, the big gun is, like, Anime World Order. Like, that's oh, the one that everybody knows about because they've been around yeah, okay. For, okay. for fucking ever.
0: Are there any others where, like, you see that your numbers are, like racing
1: theirs well i i don't know like i those sorts of numbers aren't generally viewable like i I can view my own numbers but not other people's numbers i do like random curiosity has their own podcast and i'll be damned if i want them to beat us because fuck random curiosity i don't know what that means but i agree with you because you're my friend
0: (laughs) it's dustin hi and in this corner because this is a boxing match now we've got shane
1: Hello. Jane. you don't. Oh, there we go. He's back. Okay. Because it was a boxing match, he was mildly concussed, so it took yeah. him a second.
2: Yeah.
1: Why are so, all these uh, lights
2: on? Please stop.
1: Wait, so, so Al- okay, so this is a boxing match taking place in a warehouse for airplane parts. Yes. I'm doing it. I'm it. Great acoustics, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Considering. Absolutely.
0: Um, now, to be clear, I'm going to have to describe what we're doing for the listener, but... For uh, you guys, have you, as of this recording, only one episode has been published. Have either of you listened to it?
1: No. No.
0: All right. Excellent.
1: Look, I've got got a job. I've got shit to do.
0: No, of course, obviously. Who would listen to this garbage? I don't know. (laughs) So here's what we're gonna do. We have a an established list that we built over the course of the previous episodes. I will read that off. That is locked in place. There's no moving any of those games relative to one another. Then we're going to go sequentially through the games we've introduced this week. I've selected four at random from a list of 100,000 different video games, pulled from the Universal Video Game List at uvlist.net. And then I have a listener-submitted game that will also be ranking. We're going to use a binary search to go through and find where each of these games belongs on the list of rankings. So to begin with, let me just read off the list. This is what we have so far. At number fifteen, the worst game of all time, to our knowledge, the only one we can empirically say is the worst: Desert Speed Trap, starring Road Runner and Wily e. Coyote. Number fourteen: Wild Wheels. Number thirteen: Dekayonku Tough the Truck. Number twelve: Gods and Heroes: Rome Rising. Number eleven: Warlords, nineteen ninety. Number ten: Elsa Dentist. Number nine: Aruberia No Atome. Number 8, Leisure Suit Larry, Magna Cum Laude. Number 7, Yokoyama Mitsuteru Sangokushi. Number 6, IL-2 Sturmovic. Number 5, Busy Scissors. Number 4, International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. Number 3, Bionic Commando 2009. Number 2, Dimension Force or D-Force. And number one, the best game of all time, to our current knowledge, California Speed. Uh, It's worth noting that both the best game and the worst game were chosen on the first episode, and neither has been knocked out of their position yet.
1: Yes, so we're dealing with some heavyweight champions here. Yeah,
0: yeah, three-time champions for the worst and best games of all time so far.
2: Reading that list is going to get a lot more difficult. I remember when I was reading it, at
0: at some point it would take an entire hour just to read the list once you start really getting deep here. You're going to
1: have to start doing, like, the top ten, the bottom ten, and, like, fuck the middle.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's what my mom always told me, fuck the middle. Uh, That didn't make any sense, but you're laughing at it, so I'll take it. Uh, Because I was about to make the same joke for some reason. (laughs) That doesn't mean anything. I know, but we both thought uh, of it. Yeah, I'm not sure bad. what that
1: says about us.
0: Yeah, it's something bad. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Alright, so these are the games that we have randomly chosen from a list. I am using the random number generator at random.org to generate this list. Uh, and we have here Need for Speed Underground, My Frogger Toy Trials, Iron Lord, and Koi Koi Shimasho 2 Super Real Hanafuda. And, uh, as a fifth game for tonight, we have a listener suggestion. We'll also be ranking the game Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Uh, one of the, uh, game that, you know, is probably considered a modern classic. Thank you for uh, giving
1: me one I've actually experienced.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's been the experience that, you know, <laughs> you're lucky if you've played one of these games. Uh, Shane, have you played any of these?
2: Uh-huh. Uh, I think I've loaded... Need for Speed Underground once. Oh, that's good. All right,
1: sweet. We yeah. have an expert on Need for Speed Underground here.
0: Yes, exactly. So uh, let's start at Need for Speed Underground. and uh, So Need for Speed is a series that they pump a lot of games out for. Yeah,
1: like a surprising right. amount.
0: Yeah. I'm looking up just the Need for Speed franchise page on Wikipedia, and I'm looking at they've got uh, 26 different games. And that is. 1994, so. That is
1: even more than I thought they had.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them.
1: Holy uh, cow! Need for Speed
0: Underground, in particular. Let's take a look at that. Uh, Need for Speed Underground was developed by EA Blackbox and released on November 17th, 2003. It was the first Need for Speed to require hardware transform and lighting in graphics cards. It's okay. It's sort of pushed ahead graphically. Most of the new elements in Underground became defining marks of later installments in the Need for Speed series. Underground shifted from semi-professional racing and isolated circuits to the street racing style of other arcade racing series. All circuits became part of a single map, Olympic City, except for drifts. Underground introduced two new play modes, drag and drift, and more tuning options than in the earlier high stakes. Underground was also the first game in the series to feature a story told via pre-rendered videos. Okay. Whoa. All
1: All right. But are okay, they FMV?
0: Yeah, I was interpreting it as FMV, but no, it just says pre-rendered, so I think it was...
1: Oh, that might be, like, pre-rendered, like, graphics. Yeah, it's hard to sort say. Sort of like what Final Fantasy does, but, like... <clears throat> right. If Final Fantasy was all cars.
0: Yeah, yeah. Underground features tuner cars and has a wide variety of tuning options, such as wide body kits, bumpers, spoilers, etc., as well as performance upgrades such as engines and nitrous. City street racing is the primary focus of the game. There were no police in the underground games to criticism, as police have been an important part of previous titles. Okay, so this one moved into, like, street racing, I guess? That's the big yeah. thing that it did?
1: I yeah. mean, it's definitely gonna get a lot of points for introducing the concept of drifting to the franchise. Not just and drifting,
0: I, a mode called drift.
1: Yeah, I think we can all agree that drifting is incredible? Yeah,
2: absolutely. I don't know, breaking's pretty nice.
1: Yeah, but see, you have to break to drift. It's yeah. it's all it's all part of the one beautiful cycle that is the drift.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I'm definitely big on the fact that it's got drifting. Um, my not having played this game or many racing games, uh, my inclination is to rate it pretty highly.
1: Yeah, I feel like. Wait, hold on. Does California Speed have drifting? No, I don't know, but it does let you drive a forklift. Okay. Hmm. Cause and that, semi-truck. Because that... Okay, that's tough. Because, like, yeah. would you rank drifting well, above se- uh, above trucks?
0: Well, we haven't gotten that far yet. First, we need to compare it to Leisure Suit Larry Magna Loud.
1: Oh, okay. Because it's... I mean, it's definitely better than that. I'm pretty sure there's
2: no okay. drifting in Leisure Suit Larry. Okay, Leisure so you've got to go for
0: that. Shane, what do you think?
2: I think it's better than Leisure Suit sh- Le- Larry <laughs> Leisure yeah, Suit Larry.
1: I mean, for one thing, you can say its name.
2: Exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, a big point uh, in its favor.
1: Yeah,
0: I also agree. Um, I'm a little distressed that Leisure Suit Larry is as high on this list as it is. Yeah, uh, so am I. So am I. Hey, you know what? We've done this through a scientific, unassailable process. I, it's not my fault that the numbers worked out this yeah, way.
1: Yeah, I guess sometimes science and math can be disturbing creations of Here's the logic. problem with
0: science. Sometimes it doesn't give you the results you want. You can't run away from it when that happens, though. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's definitely better than Leisure Suit Larry. So from there, we can say, let's see, that gives us seven games. We look at the number four. So now we need to compare it to International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. All right. Uh, Quick primer on this game. It was a soccer game published by Konami and developed by the team that would eventually make Lair for the PlayStation 3. This game was apparently pretty popular for a soccer game. It seemed pretty well made from the videos we watched of it the fun piece of trivia that we keep trotting out is that in, I think it was Argentina and I'm not enough of a professional to double check myself. Uh, they, it was very popular to ROM hack the game to edit in local Argentinian teams and then like dump the ROM back onto a SNES cartridge so you could play it. Cause we're just talking in the nineties. They couldn't, yeah. like, they didn't have an emulator. So they would hack the ROM and then play the hacked ROM on the Super Nintendo with like all Argentinian teams. I mean, and no one that, would know but them. Yeah,
1: I mean that's cool and all, but yeah. counterpoint: soccer is boring as shit.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong.
1: And drifting is way radder.
0: That's a really strong argument. So I, I assume you're voting for Need for Speed Underground above this. Oh yeah. Okay, Shane, what about you?
2: I don't know. The name's pretty good. International Soccer Deluxe.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean. S- International Superstar Soccer Deluxe.
2: Yeah,
1: and to be fair, it does put the E after Deluxe. Yeah. Which makes it
2: seem real fancy. I think it would be above deluxe. that. You think what? I think it would be above Superstar Soccer.
0: Okay. Alright. Um, yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Mostly with the very well argued uh, statement from Dustin that soccer's dumb.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: All right, so now we're comparing it to D-Force, which was a scrolling uh, shoot-'em-up game for the Super Nintendo. It made a lot of use of Mode 7 graphics. Uh, apparently, it had a lot of neat presentational things, where, like, the helicopter would crash into the ground when you died and that kind of stuff. Um, it uh, does never mentions any people, which means we've established the headcanon that it's a robotic helicopter that's just fighting for itself. Uh, you, It plays the Russian national anthem when you beat the game for some reason.
2: That's great. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Shane, how do you think D-Force compares to Need for Speed Underground?
2: I am watching this, and this looks like it's just, like, prototype Ikaruga.
1: I- Ikaruga, you
2: mean? Ikaruga, yeah.
1: Nicaragua. <laughs> yes, Nicaragua. Yeah, the game of color shifting countries. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly. You, did, you you had that joke, but you didn't have the punchline yet. Yeah.
2: No. <laughs> no, I think this. I think this might be better.
0: So you're voting for D-force over Need for Speed. Yes. Okay, uh, Dustin. How about you?
2: Okay, so I'm going
1: to say that. Okay, so D-force is like also called Dimension Force. Yeah. But here's the thing, like. Is it ever possible to actually go to different dimensions in D-Force? Uh, not that I know of. Okay, because, like, here's the thing. Like, as we know from the YouTube documentary Overdrift, Uh drifting is how you enter alternate dimensions. Oh, that is true. Including one where everyone's a dinosaur and they drift all the time. That's true. So, I'm gonna, like, D-Force, to me, is a lie of a name. Like, it's cool, but it's a lie. (coughs) I mean, I guess it's half true. There is technically a force you could consider the, a robotic chopper of force. But right. There's no dimensions, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whereas with Need for Speed Underground, not only uh, not only do you have the Need for Speed and you are underground, right, but also it even does dimensions, which not even D Force can offer.
0: Yeah. Alright, so that means you're voting for Need for Speed, Shane is voting for D-Force, I'm here to break the tie. I'm gonna have to say, you know what, flying through the air is pretty impressive, driving through the ground is way more impressive, though. I want to see a car that drives underground, uh, so I'm giving it to Need for Speed on that basis. Uh, also I don't like shoot ups that much. Um, but... <laughs> 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 uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> just so, sneak that under the yeah yeah footnote
0: uh, and i am so now that brings us to what we were talking about at the beginning uh California Speed versus Need for Speed Underground they are fighting for the top spot
2: ooh that's going to be difficult yeah uh
0: so we were talking before Need for Speed clearly has a much larger emphasis on drifts we're not sure if California Speed had drifting or not it definitely didn't have as much drifting but it had a forklift and a semi truck.
1: Yeah, and now that I'm looking at it like the box art for California Speed is three cars on a roller coaster.
0: Yes. Which
1: is Well actually, I'm sorry. Uh, is there a fourth one? The I can't one tell. is the roller coaster? Oh wait, okay, yeah. The four. yeah, so three cars on a so roller it's not coaster. it's like a shut down roller coaster. And one of the cars is racing the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Which I have to admit that's pretty radical. <laughs> it's pretty radical. Now
0: I will say the Nintendo sixty four box art's a lot less exciting. It's uh, just a checkered flag.
1: I'm I'm not gonna hold that against it. Okay. I mean shitty box art of amazing box art exists for That's every true. game. That's true. No, we like I I prefer to judge things by their best version. Okay. It seems the most fair.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, Need for Speed Underground, it just looks like you're being hit by a car and freezing. Yeah,
1: time. it's like I, it's like it's drifting into me, and yeah. while I do love drifting, I like it less <laughs> when that drifting is causing me physical trauma. Uh,
0: I do. On the other hand, though, I do really love the effect of like behind it. It's all blue speed lines, but you can see the city skyline reflected in the paint. of the Yes, car. I mean, yeah, That's he's pretty cool.
1: he's drifting into an alternate dimension. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah. It's like sliders, but with cars. I
0: feel like we're ranking the box art instead of the games.
1: I mean, box art is part of the game. It's a crucial element. I guess so. Otherwise, why would you have... I mean, if, if, if box art didn't matter, then why, why, why not just, like, give every game to you in a featureless, like, case that just, like, has the name written in Sharpie? I suppose you're right. That shit matters, man. I suppose you're right.
0: So, alright, what's your vote then?
1: Ah, I don't know. You know what? I guess I'm gonna, as much as I love drifting, the combination of roller coasters and, like, being able to drive a forklift?
2: Yeah.
1: That is pretty impressive. Yeah. I'm gonna have to give it to California Speed, I think.
0: Okay. Shane, how
2: about you? Wait, does California Speed actually let you race the roller coaster, or is that just box art?
0: I think that's box art.
2: And it's not living up to its promise. That's true. I have to give it to Need for Speed. Yeah. Even if you can drive a forklift in California Speed.
0: Frankly, I, I, I have fought hard for California Speed on the basis of that forklift, but at the end of the day, I think I love drifting more than forklifts. I gotta give it to Need for Speed. Congratulations, Need for Speed Underground. You are currently the best game ever, as far as we know.
1: Drifting won the day. Yep. So let's see here. Need for
0: Speed Underground. Alright. So, that's two games down. We're, oh no, that's only one game.
1: Uh, that's one game. <laughs> I added
0: a column to the Excel sheet, so I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay next one we have is My Frogger Toy Trials. And I did look it up. This is a Konami game, so I'm pretty sure this is related to, like, the Frogger game.
1: Okay, like, the actual Frogger. It's not, yeah. like, bootleg.
0: Right, so this is a Nintendo DS game. Yeah. The box art has a very cute cartoon frog and a panda bear. So, you know what? Even though it's published by Konami, I'm not ready to not call it a bootleg.
1: Yeah. I mean, do you see, like, the character designs for the human, is like... Characters. Yeah,
0: who is this human?
1: Yeah, so so clearly this is going the way of all like franchises that have gone too far, where it's like, well, shit, what do we do now? I don't know. Stick some self-insert humans in there, I guess. Cause you mean like Bomberman Zero? Uh, yeah, that too. Yeah, I but can't
0: wait till we rank Bomberman Zero. <laughs> I was mostly
1: thinking Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so yeah, right yeah, off the bat, it's name not.
1: Is Kyle. Oh God, he has such a generic name too. Yeah,
0: his name is Kyle. But who are... on the to balance that, though, this panda's wearing sunglasses.
1: Yeah, like, but man, who in the, who in the world hears the name Kyle and like is excited by that? It's like, oh boy, I can't wait to meet uh, Kyle. Someone who's like married to a guy named Kyle and she's been waiting for him to come home all day. I, mean, I guess in that case, I'd question their taste in partners.
2: <laughs> is he waiting? Is she waiting for him to come home all day because he's been spent? He's been spending long nights designing this really bad video game.
1: I mean, maybe. I mean, Kyle is the laser shoot, laser shoot. Fuck it, it's the, it's the <laughs> LSL Magna Cum Laude of names. So I'm I'm looking at a gameplay video now, and this looks like
0: a top-down, uh, puzzly sort of thing. Uh, he's uh, going through a maze where there are uh like, animate, uh, basketball shoes that are running around in circles, and he's got to like dodge them. As he navigates the maze to step on switches. And he's collecting coins and apples. So that seems to be the size of what we're looking at here.
1: Hmm. Dodging
0: shoes to collect apples.
1: I know about that. I don't, I don't like, I'm not sure how I feel about it ruining the purity of Frogger. Well that, and honestly, this does not seem like a good level. Like puzzles, I guess, are okay, but collectibles? See. What, is a fr- what does a frog need with collectibles? Well you gotta
0: collect the girl frogs
1: that okay
0: mm. <laughs> no i mean like in frogger you collect girl frogs oh okay
1: mm. i wasn't that's... just
0: saying that as a thing Go all right
1: same. sorry <laughs> I, thought ha- I thought you had i thought you had i thought you had like strange ideas of how frogs made it no no i'm talking <laughs> okay. like you
0: have to rescue the girl frogs and get them across the river okay Ah, like, uh, yeah you know, but that's
1: pretty different from apples yeah. frogs don't even eat apples why do you need that's apples? True. I mean you, like, the... yeah. getting them for your human masters? What has Frogger become? Yeah. You probably... He used to be proud of himself.
0: It used to be about, like, like nature versus man, you know? Yeah, like man but was trying to murder him. Yeah, now it's nature versus possessed shoes. Yeah. Um, I don't like it.
1: I don't like what they've done to Frogger, man.
0: But yeah, I, My gut is not with this game. So let's uh, do a quick coin flip to see which game we're comparing it to first. Uh, we're comparing it to Yokoyama Mitsuteru Sengokushi, which is a uh, Super Nintendo strategy game based on Romance of the Three Kingdoms, but it is not Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Because that's a separate game. This is a tie-in game to an anime that was being made uh, based on Romance of the Three Kingdoms. And apparently it shares a lot of gameplay in common with Romance of the Three Kingdoms, which makes it all the more confusing. Yeah.
1: I mean... In, to this game's credit, I don't, I don't know how it plays at all, but I'm looking at the world map and all the art, and this definitely looks like a Romance of the Three Kingdoms ass Romance of the Three Kingdoms game.
0: That's a really awkward thing to have to keep saying, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it, it's sort of,
0: <laughs>
1: it's sort of tough. Yeah, like. It's like
0: this rolls off the this
1: thing is true to itself. It's not weighing it down in useless garbage. Mm-hmm. It right knows what top. its audience—it's it knows what its fans want. It's giving it to him.
0: Oh, you're getting passionate.
1: Frogger right. is my Frogger is a betrayal.
0: <clears throat> okay, of wow. What Frogger stands some, for. That is some strong words, but I take it you're rating Yokuyama Yama Sangakushi above it.
2: That is correct.
0: All right, Shane. How about you?
2: <sighs> yeah, it has to be down on the list. It's—it's it's not even like. Ignoring everything about it being Frogger, it just looks bad. It's a, yeah, I, it's like the bare minimum for a video game.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. That's my sense of it. It does not look like a well-made video game, regardless of its uses and/or abuses of the Frogger <laughs>
1: intellectual property. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, you said that in such a way that I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of Frogger flexing. His muscles. (laughs) Yeah? Like ab ab abuse it. It was funny.
0: Okay. That's fine. You're allowed to think it was funny. It was a joke. So I hope you did. Cool. Alright, so that means the next game we're comparing it to is Gods and Heroes, Rome Rising. And uh refresher on this one, it is an MMORPG uh set in ancient Rome. The uh developers for it uh were originally part of the Star Trek online team. They broke off to make this it did not do very well at all and they went bankrupt.
1: <laughs> so like Star Trek Online then. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I think the Star Trek Online still exists. Though. Yeah,
1: still yeah, the only thing different is that STO didn't go bankrupt. It <laughs> yeah. survived off all of those uh okay, so I know have subscriptions. I've,
0: yeah, it's it's looking at a uh, 4 out of 10 on Metacritic.
1: Yeah, so I know I've kind of di- I know I've dissed on Frogger. My Frogger pretty hard, but to its credit, the name doesn't make me want to fall asleep.
0: Okay, that, that is true. Okay.
1: So it's got that going for it over Gods and Heroes Rome. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, how about you, Shane?
2: Uh, oh, boy. Let me look at it.
1: Okay. It, it basically looks like EverQuest with very slightly better textures.
2: Yeah, well, I could type in Gods and Heroes and something actually shows up. So okay. that's a good sign. My computer, yeah. Google recognizes that it's a thing on like, some of these. I mean, it's these.
0: a relatively recent game. It
2: came out like, 2011. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, God. This... Dear God. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't
1: It doesn't look like it came from 2011, though. No, no, no. What is this?
0: It's an MMORPG.
1: A very budget MMORPG.
2: Yeah. Some of these, like, zoomed-out shots look like they could be from RuneScape.
1: Yeah, I, see, I, w- I would have assumed it was a free-to-play Korean MMO, uh, but the thing is, like, the screenshots aren't filled with huge anime tits, so right, it can't right. have come from Korea.
2: Yeah, no, this... I don't even know if Frogger is worse than this.
0: Okay, so that's two votes for Frogger over Gods and Heroes. I actually was going to give it to Gods and Heroes, but uh, there you go. Like, the
1: only thing I'm really seeing about God and Heroes that impresses me is, like, the pretty, honestly, pretty sexy Medusa they've got. Well, that's
0: Mm. important. Pretty sexy Medusa. Uh, alright, well, then in that case, the next game that Frogger goes up against is Elsa Dentist. Shane, do you want to start this one off?
2: (sighs) I'm kind of afraid, oh god. Is Uh, Elsa Dentist what I think it is? Yeah, it is. What do
0: you think think it is?
2: Oh, no, I've actually seen this game in, in an entirely unrelated...
0: Yeah, no, I think it was part of a thing that, like, an article went around about, like, fucked up girls games that were being made. Yeah, that, that yeah, no, that's definitely
2: podcasts. where I saw it. You'll see... Yeah.
0: This is the game, uh, for the listeners out there, where Elsa stares at you, sobbing, while you pry teeth out of her mouth.
2: Now, see, I feel like Elsa Dentist is kind of... It's, it's... It's kind of a work of art.
1: <laughs> is, it?
2: Yeah. is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is, is like it? Is it? It's like performance part. Is it? It's like, it fills the same slot in my head as rubber. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah. I'm sure. Sh- <laughs> yeah, that's an apt comparison. Elsa Dentist is like rubber.
1: He means rubber the movie, not like rubber the... No, no.
2: Elsa is material. a... Uh,
0: Elsa is the condom of video games.
2: <laughs> no. Elsa It's is... okay, I knew what you meant, Shane.
0: I knew what you meant too.
2: Oh okay. Elsa is non nonconductive electricity. And that's probably good. Does I mean, not do well under heat. I mean, okay. No, Elsa Dentist is better.
0: Okay, you're voting for Elsa Dentist, Dustin.
2: Oh man, I don't know, Elsa. See,
1: Elsa Dentist to me is like kind of existentially horrifying.
0: Yeah, it really is.
1: It's
2: the best horror game ever made. N-
1: <laughs> no, uh, see, I don't want to even be like near Elsa Dentist, like in the vicinity. Right. Whereas, like, I mean, I'll tolerate being next to a copy of my Frogger.
0: Right. Right. That's reasonable. So, are you voting for my yeah, Frogger? Yeah, I'm
1: voting for my Frogger.
0: Alright, that leaves it to me to break the tie. Elsa Dentist, there is something weirdly compelling about how deeply grotesque it is.
2: Luke, you gotta do the right thing.
0: But at the same time, my Frogger's got that panda wearing sunglasses.
2: <laughs> yeah, it all comes back to the panda.
0: I think I gotta give it to my Frogger Toy Trials. Dead yeah, to that's
1: right, you do. Yeah. Dead to me.
0: Uh, oh, wait, no, no, we have one more comparison. We yeah, in that case. yeah,
1: we've got to see if it's better than yeah. Arubaria no Otome.
0: Yeah. So, uh, well, you pronounced it, so you start, Dustin.
1: So I feel like the question that it, it comes down to here is, like, which do you think is better? Like, a whole lot of bishonen uh-huh. or a panda with sunglasses? And that's a tough fight. And, like personally, because of my past and my experience, I am partial to the Hella of Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I can also understand the appeal of a panda with sunglasses. Alright, so which way are you voting? I mean, I gotta go with the Bishonin, man.
0: Alright, that's one vote for our barrier. Uh,
2: Shane? I oh, don't know, man. Panda with sunglasses. Yeah.
1: I know, right? God if only there was a Bishonin wearing sunglasses in our <laughs> <laughs> A Bishonin panda wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Who's that mysterious transfer? I, I'm panda? not even gonna
2: try to pronounce this game, but is there what else is going on with it?
0: Uh, it is a visual novel. It is in the raising simulator subgenre. Uh so Oh god. It's sort of like Princess Maker or Long Live the Queen. Yeah. Along those lines.
2: But who are you raising? Uh,
1: uh, I, I was not able to discern that because <laughs> I have literally only found three screenshots, and the manga, the page for the manga adaptation I found has no description, and neither does its entry on the visual novel database. Like, as far as I can tell, the only thing anybody knows about this game is its title.
0: Yeah, and it's let's be clear, that's not surprising, because this game was made by NEC, which is not a video game company, it's not some kind of visual novel studio, it's not like a writer or an art house, it is a corporation that makes supercomputers. I don't know why they made a visual novel.
1: It, It was developed by Gimmick House, which the only other thing they did was a game called Perfect Prince.
2: Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> hmm.
0: Oh, my. Oh my. <laughs> so, Shane, how are you voting? Oh, uh,
1: God. I think... Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me just... Let me just give you this link so you can see the box art and see the Bishonen. Oh, yeah. You do need to see the box art. I That's mean, this is context. important.
2: I yeah. feel like there's a reason why we can't find anything on this game.
1: Yeah, you think it's it
2: like dark it, I feel like it's the internet is trying to hit, hide it. Maybe it's yeah. just a hidden gem.
1: You don't no. know could be.
2: I feel like something dark's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Look so at the Bishop look at those anime men's like empty eyes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um so you're voting for Frogger then? Yes,
2: God, get that game away from me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, so that's one vote for Arbaria and one for Frogger. It's down to me to break this tie.
1: Alright, Luke. Uh, I mean, come on, just look at the dude with that blonde hair. Look at how goddamn wavy that is. He's got purple fucking
2: eyes, man.
0: I know, I know. We're
1: not
2: gonna get invited back, are we?
0: Oh, I mean, hey, this is exactly (laughs) what I want out of this show. Uh, shit. Let's see. Um,
1: That dude would love you tenderly.
0: Well, here's my real concern, and I have to be honest: uh, the f- if I rate Frogger higher, Aruburia gets further away from the center of the list, and it reduces its chances of becoming the pivot point for the whole list again. And I really liked it when that was the case, and we had to compare every single game to Arubaria. I mean, I can it.
1: understand that, but isn't there also something appealing of a game just gradually? Getting higher on a list, even though no one knows anything about it.
0: Well, that's what would it would go lower on the list. Like it, right now, it's outside. Like I, I'm saying, I'm inclined to vote for it too. It's below the center right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I Leisure, see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, Leisure just shoot Larry's in the center right now. Oh, which... god damn it. Uh, no. And yeah. No. I I think. I know that My Frogger is a bad game. I don't know whether Aruberia is a bad game or not. So I think I have to give it to Aruberia.
1: Yes. <laughs> that's right, you do.
2: <laughs> when the government comes knocking me. at your door, <laughs> don't come <laughs> <crying> to me.
0: <laughs> Alright, that is uh, two games down, three to go. Now we've got uh, Iron Lord, which you recognize the name of, Dustin. I don't know what this game is.
1: Um, I actually did. Wait, did I
0: recognize the name of this? You're like, oh, that's an Ubisoft game. Like you sounded like you knew what it was because I looked
1: it up on Wikipedia.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know. <laughs> Leave me alone.
1: Also, apparently, there was a film called oh, it's Iron an old Lord.
0: Ubisoft game. Yeah. So this this came out. When did this come out? A hey, 1989. Wow, okay. Yeah, for so,
1: the MS-DOS and Amstrad, CPC, Amiga. Commodore 64.
0: yeah. So let's see. Iron Lord is a computer game originally developed by Aro Mama and Ivan Jaco.
1: Oh man, I love those names, man. <laughs> They're
0: good names. I, I'm sure I'm butchering them. Uh, for the Atari ST and published by Ubisoft in 1989. It was ported to several contemporary home computer platforms became renowned for the long-delayed release and its chaotic development. Its genre is medieval multi-arcade. That's not a genre. A similar genre to CinemaWare's Defender of the Crown. Is that a game any of us know of?
1: No. Also, I just want to note how hilarious it is that... The end of the sentence, it became renowned for the long-delayed release and its chaotic development, has said citation needed
0: after it. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's not that renowned. So
1: it's renowned, but <laughs> no one can link to anyone saying that it's renowned for that.
0: Yeah. Uh, computer Gaming World approved of Iron Lord's graphics, but criticized its performance and load times. What does it especially... even mean, we approve of it? I guess they just like it. I it exists. yeah
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially as it could not run from a hard drive. The magazine nonetheless concluded that the game was an above-average combination of adventure, strategy, and action gaming. The game was reviewed in 1990 in Dragon number 159. It was just a Dragon magazine, I guess. By Hartley. Oh,
1: Dragon is one of the uh, things published by Wizards of the Coast. Uh, I'm not is sure. it? okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it's um, Dungeon and Dragon are their two magazines. Dungeon uh, typically I focuses on adventure material and other DMing stuff whereas Dragon often focuses on uh, sort of the fluff of the D&D universe
0: I see, I see. So the game was reviewed in 1990 in Dragon number 159 by Hartley, Patricia, and Kirk Lesser in the "Role of Computers column. The reviewers gave the game 4 out of 5 stars so they liked it they seem like they know what they're talking about I'm going to click it on Defender of the Crown to see what the hell medieval multi-arcade means
1: yeah, that's a because good that question. Mean anything. What? Yeah, for one thing, what is multi arcade?
0: <laughs> I'm just googling medieval multi arcade because I'm unconvinced that that wasn't the first usage of it in the human. Okay, language.
1: I'm looking at screenshots, and honestly, like this thing looks pretty good.
0: Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, if I look for medieval multi arcade, the first thing I get is uh, Wikipedia. That
1: is like some lush goddamn foliage, man.
0: Yeah. Do you want to share some screenshots? Yeah,
1: sure. In fact, I'll. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I'll, I'll link this one. I because I feel it gives you. Uh, I mean, like, granted, it's blurry because low resolution. Well, yeah, but we're talking nineteen ninety. For nineteen
0: ninety, yeah. that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, don't you just go want to like live there?
0: Yeah.
1: No, 90. because
2: it's uh, medieval pretty... multi arcade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, but cow, man. look at those trees, man. Yeah. Don't go to that... north side medieval arcade. So some pretty trees.
2: Okay.
0: So uh see, are, so we know very little about how this game actually plays. Yeah,
1: okay. Hold on. I think I okay, so I found a screenshot of what I think might be the like combat screen possibly. I don't I know what I. I don't know what Okay, so it looks oh, like my. All right. So it looks like you're there yeah. So it looks like a combat screen where an archer is doing training and like yeah. the first thing I think is range the target. The second thing is arm strength, the yeah. third is hor- angle of the vertical arm. angle, and the second is horizontal angle.
0: Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, if I had to guess, it's, it seems to me like it's an adventure game that has kind of action-y scenarios, but it's more adventure game. Oh, adventure.
1: Y- oh that would be why it's called multi-arcade, because it's like, well, it has multiple genres.
0: Right, right, right. So, almost like a Walking Dead sort of thing, where, you know, it's an adventure game, but you're shooting the zombie's head instead of, you know, picking a lock.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like pre-Walking Dead.
0: Yeah. By, t- like, 24 But
1: years. without the zombies, and instead yeah. you have archers.
0: Yes. Uh, so, how do you think this game stacks up to Leisure Suit Larry and Magna Cum Laude?
1: I mean, like, looking at screenshots... Like I'm already way more interested in playing this game than I ever would a leisure shoot. Leisure
2: shoot. I don't. Boy. Why is it so hard to say
1: that name? A lease. A like leisure it, suit Larry game. <laughs> <laughs> it should okay. not be that difficult to say that name, and yet it is. Uh, all right. It? So
0: your vote is for Iron Lord. What yeah. It,
2: Shane? You can't vote for a Leisure Suit Larry.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree. <laughs>
1: Which makes me wonder, like, who were the monsters that you picked for your podcast that allowed LSL to get that high?
0: Like I said, that game was initially rated on, uh, we talked about this before the show started, but I'll share it again here in case people missed the last episode. Uh, so, Zach and Graham were our guests last time, Leisure Suit Larry came up, and, uh, Zach made a very compelling case that while Leisure Suit Larry is very openly and explicitly misogynistic and gross... The raising simulator genre of visual novels had a weird implicit gross misogyny patriarchalness to it that made him far more uncomfortable than the at least his argument was at least Leisure Suit Larry is honest whereas Arubaria is like trying to obscure its grosser elements.
1: I mean, you uh, don't even know if those grocery elements exist. That's
0: true, but that was his argument, and it sounded good at the time. It
1: kind of sounds like Graham is just racist against anime.
0: That was Zach.
1: Oh, Zach, whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever. So one like one of you two allowed friends. him to get away with it.
0: So, because of that, it went above our area. and from there, obviously, it couldn't beat any other game. So, it just stayed one spot above it. And anyway, that's
1: how it went. Iron Lord yeah. is definitely better.
0: Okay. So it's better than that, so now we have uh, our top eight, so we look at number four and five. Wait, did we yeah. ask
1: Shane his opinion?
0: <laughs> yeah, he voted for Okay, it. He, I'm yeah, right. sorry, I kind of got thinking. distracted. Yeah, that's, we'll kick that off. Okay. Uh, okay, so let's see, number two, so now we're looking at uh, International Superstar Soccer Deluxe again. So, uh, Shane, what do you think of uh, Iron Lord versus this soccer game?
2: Uh, Iron Lord actually kind of sounds like it has a lot going for it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are uh, so voting for Iron Lord?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. How about you, sh- uh, Dustin?
1: My argument is much the same as before. Soccer is boring, but archery and trees are pretty cool.
0: Okay. See, I am actually, I've you know that you've outvoted me, but I am going to offer the minority opinion here. International Superstar Soccer Deluxe seems like a much better constructed game. This seems a little. It seems neat, but I think the fact that none of us had heard of it until today. Probably says something about just how well it executed on the ideas it was going for.
1: I admire its ambition.
0: Okay, that's reasonable. I mean, it's it goes ahead of it regardless. Uh, so let's see, now we've got one, two, three, four. So we need to flip another coin. And... Tails, so we're looking at D-Force again. Uh, so Iron Lord versus D-Force. Dustin.
1: All right, my first argument, check out this title screen. All right.
0: That's a pretty good title
1: screen. I know, right? It's like so, it's, it's almost like a, it's almost as good as Black Knight 2000.
0: So it's like a grayscale hill and a knight on a horse rearing up and then the background is like a rainbow of colors and yeah, it's Iron Lord in big fancy font. Yeah, it's
1: like a rainbow explosion going off behind him.
0: That's that's a good title screen.
1: I know. <laughs> I I love the font too. It's a, good it's a great font. font.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's, that's, I mean, are, is that your basis for saying it's better than force?
1: I mean, that's part of it, yeah. All right. Also, the fact that I think it's great that just the way that it was made by the two people means that it's copyright, it's copyright mama.
2: Because
1: <laughs> one of the dude's <laughs> last names good. is Mama, so it's copyright I did just, uh, mama. I just,
0: in the, uh, DeForce box art, or title screen, rather, because I think it's pretty darn good, too. Yeah, that's, that's pretty
1: okay. Like, I mean, the
0: word D-Force in huge brushed steel letters. Yeah,
1: I, it's definitely got, I don't know. See, the thing, the thing with the D-Force title screen, though, is, like, the best part about that is the font styling of the title, um, whereas Iron Lord also has pretty great font styling of yeah. the title, plus it's got other pretty cool graphical stuff going on, whereas sure. with D-Force, all, the only thing else is, like, that's a pretty okay helicopter, I guess. Alright. So,
0: your vote's for Iron Lord. How about you, Shane? Yeah.
2: Iron Lord looks pretty metal.
0: (laughs) Alright. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I think I would go with Iron Lord, too. Um, I'm just not that big of a shmup fan. Shmup.
1: Shmup. Uh, Here here we come to the hard part, though.
0: Yeah, see, now we really let this game climb because... (laughs) See, now we realize the folly of our ways... Because now we have to compare it to Need for Speed Underground.
1: (laughs) I mean, I don't think it's beating Need for Speed Underground.
0: Okay, so your vote's for Need for Speed?
1: Yeah, because I mean, like, as as you said before, like, I admire its ambition, like, it does a lot of, it tries to do a lot of things, and even, I admire its ambition, but, like, Need for Speed does a totally radical thing really well. Some of you would say whereas Yeah, whereas it seems like Iron Lord... Also does a pretty radical thing, but kind of slapdash.
2: Now,
0: that sounds perfectly valid, but just as a counterpoint, let me ask you. You've never played either of these games, right? Right. Given the choice, would you rather go play Need for Speed or Iron Lord right now?
1: Actually, that's a good point. Fuck it. You know what? You're right. I would rather play Iron Lord.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. I did not expect you to take the bait
1: on that one. Yeah, no, I, like, I'm, no, you're right. You put it in a perspective that made me realize that, yeah, like, look, like, just looking at the screenshots of both games, like, I'm way more interested in Iron Lord than I am in Need for Speed Underground. That's fair.
0: (laughs) Shane, how are you voting?
2: Uh, With that thought process, kind of have to agree.
0: That's two votes for Iron Lord. I would have voted for Need for Speed, but you people are fucking crazy.
1: So. <laughs> hey, man, you've got no one but yourself to blame. <laughs> if you hadn't asked that question, Need for Speed would have won. You know, see,
0: I could sense you were saying, like, oh, Need for Speed can't lose to that. Like, you felt like you were letting it win on the merits of its pedigree rather than your actual feelings about the game.
1: Yeah, you're Yeah, you're right. That, that's, yeah. Yeah.
0: You felt like, oh, surely some chintzy little adventure game from 1990 can't beat, like, a modern car game with drift racing.
1: No,
2: he was on the last episode. (laughs) 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 Alright.
0: That brings us to our next game. Iron Lord, you are currently the best game ever, according to our panel of experts. Our next game is Koi Koi Shimasho 2 Super Real Hanafuda.
1: Yeah, so this is an anime thing even I didn't know about, because Luke had to explain to me what the hell Hanafuda was. I don't think it's uh,
0: anime so much as just Japanese
1: culture. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's more like Japanese culture, but in this case, it was combined with anime, because, hold on, let me just, let me just show you the box, the box art for this one, and you'll see what I mean.
0: Oh, I see the logo. It's very, uh...
1: Okay, the logo does not properly communicate it.
0: Uh, it does in the game, because it's much more colorful. Lots of hearts and clouds.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah, that too. Yeah. But,
0: but yeah, that's very anime.
1: Yeah. It reminds uh, me of... You know what it reminds me of? Like, uh, what was that? Um, The one harem anime with, like, the... You've already lost like, me. Like, the 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 lady <laughs> from outer space. Oh, uh, Tenshi Moyo? Yeah, Tenshi Moyo.
0: Yeah, you're right. there would say does look like that a little bit. Um, That is the one and only Hiram anime I can name, so... Uh, Yeah, so looking at this, I don't know how you play Hanafuda. I know it's like a traditional card game in Japan. I know Nintendo was a company that manufactured decks of Hanafuda cards before they switched over to video games. Um, I don't know how you play it, but looking at the screenshots and some of the pictures I'm seeing of cabinets, my impression is that this is basically a Japanese equivalent to video poker.
1: Yeah, I yeah, it, maybe I don't know, like the just from looking at the screenshots like it's completely inscrutable to me. Yeah. Uh so like like there's a bunch of symbols like you have on mahjong tiles and I don't fucking know what any of them represent, what there's
0: well, now I'm looking at, uh, I'm on gamedesign.jp, how to play Hanafuda. Oh, man. You have are... eight cards shown in a bottom row. On your turn, you should discard one of them so that you match up the card you select and one of the eight cards in the center area. If there's no matching up, the card you select will remain in the center area. The cards matched up come to your card located at the bottom right. You win when you get any kind of yaku. At this point, you can choose to declare koi koi to keep going further to aim more yaku for more points. That didn't really clarify. Also, is it
2: just... What? Wait. What's that, A? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's just, like, uh... The card game that's we have over here. Go Fish? No, well it's... Made? It kind of sounds like, a. Uh, 21? It, it, is that the name of it? Blackjack? What's the game where you don't want to get to 21? That's Blackjack. Blackjack. Yeah, fuck. I don't... I don't How do you not
1: know so. the name of Blackjack?
2: <laughs> Why would I ever be in a... Casino. Man. I would say the cards look cool.
1: Yeah.
0: I know very little about how this
1: works. Me either.
0: Oh, see, so, yeah, no, see, there's different kinds of hands that you can do. And, oh, that's actually really cool. So, like, in poker, you have hands that, uh, you know, like, full house or whatever. From looking at some of these, it seems like the, the quote-unquote poker hands in Hanafuda make a picture. And that's rad.
1: Oh. Uh, like look at the uh yeah,
0: like they it's like pieces of a picture that you can put together. Okay. That's actually really cool. Huh. I actually really like that. That's way more interesting than just having diamonds and clubs and shit. Huh. Uh yeah, okay. So, anyway,
1: this has been an uh, educational experience. One second. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I I know I know I've, I do that too. Yeah, yeah. Orkley, are you uh,
0: okay? okay. <laughs> All right. So now that we know a little bit about how Hanafuda works, which is to say we don't know anything about Hanafuda works, uh, let's see. What are we comparing it to? Either nine or ten. So we flip our coin. Get a two. How do you think Koi Koi Shimasho 2 Super Real Hanafuda compares to Leisure Suit
2: Larry, Magna Cum Laude? Anything's better than Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, playing a card game does seem a lot more exciting than playing Leisure Suit, yeah. Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, that's... You're not wrong. <laughs> so, from
0: there, we've got our top nine. So, we go to number five. How do you think it compares to the Bionic Commando 2009 reboot? Nothing nope. Nothing beat... <laughs> My arm
2: is my wife.
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, to be clear, we yeah. talked about it more in depth last time. This is the game with a plot twist where your robot arm is actually powered by the soul of your dead wife. You know, so, sci fi. You know, as you do. One, two, three, four. So now we need. Let's see, flip a coin. We get a one. Now we are comparing this to. Busy Scissors. The uh, this is a hairstyling mini-themed minigame collection for the Nintendo DS.
1: Okay, so for one thing, Busy Scissors is a fantastic name.
0: It's real good, yeah.
1: Secondly, I am way more interested in pretending to be a hairstylist than I am in playing what seems to be a fairly one-note card game. Okay. How about you, Shane? Uh,
2: no. Cutting hair isn't all that exciting. <laughs> it's kind of boring. Okay.
0: All right, so you're voting for Hanafuda.
2: Pick... Yeah.
0: See, I think uh, if you gave me the choice between playing Hanafuda cards with a real person or playing busy scissors, I'd play Hanafuda. But I wouldn't play Koi Koi Shamasho Two Super Real Hanafuda.
1: Yeah. Because like, because so yeah. here's the thing: is like the point of this kind of version of those games. Is that you're playing to beat these girls. And usually you get a picture of these girls. Mm. <laughs> I see, I see. When you beat them.
0: Yeah, uh, so kind for of that picture? reason...
1: It's like strip poker for people who don't have anyone to play strip poker with. What's strip poker?
0: <laughs> so, I'll tell you down. when you're older. <laughs> All right, so... This explains to kids
1: it. at home. Ask your so, parents, Shane.
0: Now we have one last comparison here. Uh, is it? Let's see. We need to flip a coin. I guess it's not one last comparison. It might be one last, depending I on mean, how we vote. So now, is it better or worse than Yokoyama Mitsuteru Sangokushi?
1: I mean, it's worse, it's definitely. Impact.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, there's there's way more interesting tactical decisions. Oh, you I can lied. Make. I'm
0: sorry. Is it better or worse than IL2 Sturmovik? I'm I definitely worse. Okay. You Wait, fly a
1: plane.
0: That's the uh, the air combat simulator oh
1: yeah, yeah no fuck like, that you can fly a you can fly a plane you can like okay. use track IR and it'll follow your head movement like that's rad okay okay great alright well given that now we do have to compare to Yokoyama
0: Mitsutera Kushi. uh
1: yeah I-, I will restate like that sort of game has way more interesting tactical decisions than like play some cards to beat an AI girl whose main purpose is to show you her tits alright how about
0: you Shane
2: yeah. I kinda have to agree.
0: Yeah, I kinda do too. So it goes into our number nine slot. We bumped Leisure Suit Larry down, so that's always good. Yes. Yeah. So we're we're going along in a good clip here. We've got up. One last game to review on this episode. The uh, listener submitted Call of Duty four Modern Warfare. Ah fuck. Now to be clear, just uh, up front, have you guys played Call of Duty? Because I yes. haven't.
1: Yes, I absolutely have. Wait. I'm
0: not a huge first-person shooter fan, but I know a lot about Modern Warfare. It was a big deal. It was
1: actually the very...
2: Uh, um, yeah, I think it was the very first Call of Duty I ever played. It's yeah. it's the first one that was, like, modern-ish. Not just, here's World War II. Well, right, and, uh, until then, different most of it
0: World was War II themed. Yeah. yeah. Modern Warfare kicked off the current trend of having... Um, sort of modern-day shooters, which is now starting to give way to, like, futuristic shooters. Yeah. Um, but, uh,
1: Evi- yeah. Eventually, we'll just get to everyone making, like, <coughs> modern-day marathon again. Yeah, Because, exactly. I mean, we've already got Wolfenstein reboots.
0: Right, right. Um, and, it, you know, so it was interesting in the shift in theme that it brought. It also was the first one to introduce RPG elements into multiplayer in the shooter, so now you're leveling up over each match. Every multiplayer game ever has that. Now this yeah. is the game that invented it.
1: Also, like in it has a really really good uh, sneaking sniper mission. Mm-hmm. You get to go to Chernobyl and that's pretty cool.
0: Isn't this also the game? Don't you like play as a person that? survived the hiroshima bomb or something no, no
1: no 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 no, what happens is that you're like you're sort of in a black hawk down scenario uh-huh. you're at re- like you're rescuing people and like right as your helicopter is about to leave and get you out of there the place where you're at gets nuked uh-huh. the helicopter crashes and then like you crawl away from the cra- uh from the crash helicopter and slowly die of radiation poisoning Okay.
0: Yeah, I remember people being very, um... You know,
2: video games.
0: Right. Well, I remember people being very up and up about the story in this game, and that it was actually... Yeah, I not, re- not, not Not, you know, high art or anything, but more than you expect from this sort of game.
1: Yeah, I liked it, and unlike a lot of the Call of Duties that came after it, it wasn't really all that jingoistic.
0: Yeah, I've also heard that about it. I have. So, this is a massively influential game. It's, uh, very well regarded. It is... <laughs> spawned a chain of sequels that is only now beginning to lose a little bit of steam uh, some, you know, what, seven years later. Uh, So it's a big deal.
2: But is it better than Leisure
0: Suit Larry? That's the question. I mean, yes! Hold on, let's see. Which game are we comparing it to first? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 be the tenth game. So actually we're comparing it to Koi Koi Shimashur to Super Real Hanafuda.
1: Hanafuda doesn't let you, uh, bomb a
2: area from flight, so no. Okay. Alright. You can't so, kill five people and then let loose a giant um, horde of dogs to eat everyone on the map. This is true. Okay. Yeah,
1: okay. Well,
0: that's that's all fair. But uh you know, Bionic Commando might not let you do that, but it has a grappling hook.
2: Oh, that game might actually be harder.
1: <laughs>
2: no, I'm not letting you do this. <laughs> his wife, what's
1: his arm? Okay, but nuclear explosion. Also, you go to Chernobyl. Yeah, but his wife. Also, also like in in the in the final like epilogue mission, okay. you basically do Air Force One. Okay, like so... the movie starring uh, Han Solo.
0: So, Dustin, you're obviously voting Call of Duty. Yeah, uh, Shane, of course. you sound conflicted. Don't,
2: don't, do know, My... don't do this to me, Shane. Don't do this to me, Shane. My ironic love of, like, terrible don't... video game things.
1: Don't yeah. hurt me. Don't hurt me like this.
2: I feel like after watching, having watched Rubber, like, six times now, I...
0: Why do you keep talking about Rubber?
2: Because that's... Cause that's my merit for like dumb shit like this. Yeah, I, like, how can you
0: call both Elsa, dentist, and Bionic Commando like rubber? Those are not similar things.
2: Because they're both grotesque and how dumb they are.
0: Okay, so what's your vote?
2: It's it has to be called of Duty, but
0: I mean in no, my no. heart. No, no, no. In your, if you, if in your heart it's Bionic Commando, don't vote what you think you hold should on. vote. Hold on.
1: Would you actually want to play Bionic Commando?
2: Oh, fuck no.
0: Okay, well then, no, it's <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> well, no, hold on, let me ask you this. Would you actually want to play Call of Duty? Maybe you wouldn't.
2: Oh, I don't know. I had fun with two.
0: Okay, well then that's enough. Yeah, you, you're you voting for Call of Duty. <laughs> Listen, Biotic Commando is high on this list. It's not like it's not getting recognition.
2: For how long?
0: Yeah, I, I'm also giving it to Call of Duty. It's a very... I mean, it's just a well-made game. Uh, but, here's the big question. Is it better than California Speed? Yes. One of the best games of all time.
1: I mean, granted in California Speed, you drive a forklift, but Call of Duty uh-huh. 4 lets you be inside... A bomber and shoot, like, giant bullets at people on the ground and watch them scurry in your night vision, and it's amazing. Get to see explosions. Call of Duty, can blow up a
2: foreclad.
0: Okay, true how we're talking. All
1: right, I, so I
2: suppose you blow up you're...
1: a lot of things.
0: So, Shane, how are you voting?
2: Uh, Call of Duty. All right.
0: I feel like your spirits has broken now that we've passed by how to command Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't really have much to live for anymore. I mean, listen,
0: you can vote for Biotic Commando because I voted for Call of Duty. You can vote for it. Oh, if it oh, if you, if,
2: if, if it already lost.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. I'm saying you bi- can put in a minority opinion here. Yes,
2: Biotic like, Commando.
1: I mean, this is basically the Supreme Court of video game lists. Yeah.
2: Biotic Commando for its influence in the video game industry and letting us yes. get away with really dumb shit. Is like,
0: it was a massively influential game. Maybe you don't like the influence it's had. That's valid. You know, it's just you gotta have more of an argument than you did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm also gonna go ahead and vote for Call of Duty over California Speed, which means it's time for a coin flip. And now we're comparing Call of Duty 4 to Need for Speed Underground. It's better. Okay. Wow, Dustin, coming hard on Call of Duty Four. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's real good, guys.
0: Okay, okay. I just never knew you much of a sh- as a shooter guy.
1: It th- I mean, that's the thing. Usually, I'm not like pretty. Like the only other shooter franchise I really give a shit about is Wolfenstein. So the okay. fact that Call of Duty Four can inspire such passion in me.
2: Fair enough. Yeah. Speak to its traits. <clears throat> See, this one's shame. hard because. Yeah. These, both of these are super influential.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I I think in terms of, if you're just rating influence, I think Call of Duty 4 probably more so. Uh, Need for Speed is part of a, like, continuum of Need for Speed games that have, like, tweaked and changed that genre over time, whereas Call of Duty 4 was a pretty huge paradigm shift.
2: Was it a good paradigm shift? Is That's the question. That you
0: can answer, yeah, for your vote.
2: I would say that um, the way
1: that Call of Duty uses it, that like it's mostly a good influence, and I say that the main issue with how some games use it is that it locks too much stuff behind the yeah. leveling up system, and gives you so little to work with that those that early experience is just really terrible.
0: Right, see, I actually dislike that level-up system. It feels like a very opportunistic way to make you keep playing the game. Not opportunistic, but manipulative. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also has the result that, like, uh, players that have played the game a lot already have a skill advantage, and now they also have a resource advantage. Like, they get access to more tools in addition to being better at the game. So you're at a huge disadvantage if you're a newcomer.
2: It is...
0: And I don't
2: think that's good design. It definitely has some, ha- had some negative impact, because I've, like, uh, Black o- Black Ops 2, or original Black Ops, uh-huh. only yeah. reason I wanted to play was because I wanted to hit people with a crossbow. Yeah. You had to be halfway through leveling up to get to that point.
0: Yeah.
2: By the time I got there, I was sick and tired of the game. Right, right. And more and more games are working with that kind of... <sighs>
1: yeah, sort of like how in the Star Wars Battlefront beta, I played that, and I was like, hey, these guys have jetpacks. When do I get my jetpack? And it's like, yeah. you I don't... get my jetpack once I hit the max level available in the beta. Right, right. It's like, well, fuck that. Why can't I just start yeah. with a jetpack?
0: So it's, it's a weird problem, because... Um there isn't uh, a manipulative aspect to it that, hey, if we meet out these benefits, people are just going to keep playing longer, regardless of the quality of our game. I'm sorry, do you want meeting. to say that again? What did I say? <laughs> fit. Benefits. Whatever. <laughs> um, you know, so they're, they're getting little treats over time, and that'll keep them going. Uh, but at the same time, sometimes that's cool, because it incentivizes you to look at options that you would ignore otherwise, and it's it turns
1: getting new things into a bigger deal. Um, I kind then, of, I kind of did like the way that I believe yeah. it was Battlefield Three did it, where like the uh, it gave you a fairly decent selection at the start, and you sort of choo- you sort of chose your unlocking path. Yeah. So you'd be like, oh, I want to get more in like the support tree. Yeah, and you do that, and I don't know, so I yeah,
0: like, um, like Nintendo, we started doing something sort of like that in recent games, but instead of tying it to level or anything like that, it's strictly related to time. So it's like, Super Mario Maker does it, where it's, hey, like, once a week, we give you a new suite of tools to add to your toolkit to work levels. And that's frustrating in one sense, because you just want to have everything to work on, but in the other sense, hey, you know, that encourages you to maybe try some things you wouldn't try if you had everything... Or it, like, gives you a chance to really experiment and learn the new items. It, it, there's a balance you can hit where I think it can actually be a cool, like, additive thing to the experience. It's just, it's like, it's easy
1: to be... It's easy to use it in a predatory fashion.
0: Yes, that's exactly where I was going with that. Yes.
2: excessively easy.
0: So, all that said, which way are you voting, Shane? Uh...
1: I mean, I'd still argue I mean, that even with that influence. Like Call of Duty Four is an, an incredible single player experience. It so, is like even even if you completely excise the multiplayer and pretend that never existed, it's a really right, fun right. game.
2: Okay, yeah. But need for speed, that's you go fast. It's You're pretty important.
1: Wrong. You're not wrong. Call of Duty Four lets you kill a man with a fifty cal sniper rifle. Wow, yeah, but can you do it but can in you, Chernobyl? Can you go fast? I mean, you're probably going pretty fast in that plane. <laughs> the bullet's going fast. Uh, the bullets are
2: definitely going but, fast. But am I?
1: I mean, like I said, at one point you're in a plane, so yes, you are going fast.
2: Oh, I can't argue with that argument in Call of Duty.
0: <laughs> wow, I was actually going to give it to Need for Speed Underground, but, uh, you know... That's how it goes. My minority opinion, why I was going to pick it. Uh, it. You can drift. I'm sorry. That's just, that is. There's a drift mode in the game.
1: Can you imagine, like, once we get to. Uh, I think, is it. it what's the, mo- the second most recent Call of Duty that came out? The uh, one where you got the, the Exo advanced, suit. Advanced Warfare. Yeah, and, like, once we get to that and we can drift in Call of Duty. Imagine where that's going to place on the list.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Ooh, okay. (laughs) But, there you go, Call of Duty goes ahead of that, which means it's got a shot at the top. Dustin, Shane, is Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare a better game than Iron Lord?
2: Wait, wait. I feel like I missed something when Iron Lord became number one. I feel like I might have zoned (laughs) out for a second. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I called
0: you people lunatics when you did it, but you did it. We have recording of you doing it. I asked <laughs> Dustin the simple question. Would you rather play Need for Speed or Iron Lord right now? And he said Iron Lord. And you said, oh, geez, yeah, I can't argue with that. Iron Lord.
1: Yeah, I distinctly remember that.
0: So, uh, I guess I gotta ask you the same question. Right now, tonight, would you like to go play Call of Duty Modern Warfare or... Iron
1: Lord. Definitely Call of Duty.
0: Really? That easy? Okay. Oh, wow. yeah.
1: In see, fact, I'm currently checking the s- s- Steam to see how much ah, Modern Warfare costs. Don't,
2: don't do not this yourself. You're only going to be oh, fighting people who are It's $10. Like, That's actually yeah, not then bad. Yeah, and just fight a bunch of people who have like aim hacks. Yeah, just
1: gonna play I'm, I'm just
2: playing the single player because the single player is really good. And then you're just going to play AI who have aim hacks.
1: <laughs> Whatever, dude. Like, it's, it's <laughs> snipe in Chernobyl. Shane, how about you?
2: See, mm, I really liked Call of Duty. Yeah? But god damn, it has made it impossible for me to play any multiplayer shooters anymore. Why is that? Because they are just so fucking boring. Okay. Because they all are the same thing now. It's all just a grind.
0: You're, yeah, yeah.
2: You're doing a treadmill so you actually can play.
1: So...
0: Are you ready to do a deal with the devil?
1: No. Shane, no.
0: (laughs) Are you ready to vote for Iron Lord, an obscure adventure game from 1990, over Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare?
2: no. Okay,
0: I know you're ready to do it because you're a psychopath, but do you think it's a better game?
2: See, I don't know, and that's... I can't I can't say it's not. You are a terrifying nightmare person, you realize. I can't say it is, but I can't say it's not. I think we found uh,
1: something worse than Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what, Blue Dude? Yes. yes. Oh, man, that's a hard insult. You're worse than Leisure Suit Larry. And, uh... Yeah, hey, frankly, you can deal with Dustin, those. we've empirically, objectively found eight things worse than Leisure Suit Larry.
2: Yeah, that's so, true.
0: Yeah. Uh... Voice, you're voting for Iron Lord.
2: I, I, I want to play that game more right now than I would ever want to play Call of Duty again. So, I'm with you. <laughs> no, you monsters.
0: I, I'm curious about Iron Lord. I think Call of Duty Four is probably a lot of fun, but I also feel like I know exactly what I'm getting out of it. Iron I, Lord would be a new experience. Though no, honestly, I that- can't
1: be too mad because. Iron Lord does pretty look pretty radical. Yeah. And even though I definitely love Call of Duty 4 way more. Here's the thing. I suspect like, Iron
0: Lord's probably not very good, but I think it would be something novel and unique and interesting. It
1: lost to a worthy opponent.
0: Boy, oh boy. <laughs> this is not shaping up how I was
1: expecting. Wow. Just so you know... If you ever regret this in the future, it's your fault, Luke. Oh, I know it is. I had the tiebreaker. I could have put Call
0: of Duty above Iron Lord.
1: Wow. So. It's all your fault. Are you okay, Luke?
0: I'm fine. I don't know if the world's (laughs) going to be okay with this list.
1: (laughs) Look, the world's just not ready for the truth.
0: Wow, 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 wow. It's like I said earlier you cannot run. From a scientifically verified answer, even if it goes against all of your preconceived notions. So, having said that, this is our list right now. It is 20 elements long.
1: Yeah, so not quite unwieldy yet.
0: No. Number 20, the worst game of all time to our knowledge. Desert Speed Trap, starring Roadrunner and Wile e. Coyote. You Coyote. Know, no I... other game has even challenged its position for the worst game ever.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited to see what game beats it. Yeah.
0: It, Wild Wheels is so bad, it's very hard to get something that goes underneath Wild Wheels. I don't think <laughs> you actually
2: told me what Wild Wheels is.
0: Wild Wheels is a crappy, it looks browser-based, uh, 3D... Uh, ri- that's not even a racing game because you don't race. You just drive a car around a shitty-looking city. Oh yeah, no, that looks
1: awful. Yeah. Holy cow. Oh god, yeah. you don't even race? No. I mean, I already kind of want to want to place it below the Wily e. Coyote game.
0: Well, okay. The argument in favor of that was that at least Wild Wheels was never on the Game Gear.
1: Oh, I. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I understand now.
0: Yeah. Okay. So number twenty. Worst game of all time, to our knowledge, Desert Speed Trap, starring Roadrunner and Wily Coyote. Number 19, Wild Wheels.
1: Number 18, Dekka Yonku, Tough the Truck. <laughs> Which I think is, is like, I'm not going to argue against it. I just find it very disappointing, considering how great a subtitle Tough the Truck is. We established
0: last episode, when we
1: rated it, that if we were ranking these games based on titles, it would probably
0: be number one. Yeah. But it's a terrible game. Yeah. Yeah. So. it makes me
1: sad more than it makes me angry yeah exactly number 17
0: number 17 gods and heroes Rome rising number 16 warlords 1990 number 15 elsa dentist number 14 my frogger toy trials number 13 arubera no atome number 12 leisure suit larry magna cum laude number 11 Koi Koi Shimashou 2 Super Real Hanafuda. Number 10. Yokoyama Mitsuteru Sangokushi. Number 9. IL 2 Sturmovic. Number 8. Busy Scissors. Number 7. International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. Number 6. Bionic Commando 2009. Number 5. D Force. Number 4. California Speed. Number three, Need for Speed Underground. Number two, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. And number one, the best game of all time as far as we know, Iron Lord.
1: No, I I mean it is a lord. It makes sense to be at the top, I suppose. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I will say that's a pretty good title.
1: It's pretty, Yeah, it is pretty good.
0: Yeah. So, um... We have, uh, damned ourselves to hell. Uh, Dustin, do you have anything you want to plug?
1: Uh, man. Yeah, I mean, you already plugged my anime podcast.
0: That's true, but we can say it one more time. Yeah, Download sure. NakaCast today.
1: Yeah. I, I curse less, like, way less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it's a clean podcast, so when I guest on it, I get in a lot of trouble. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, clean is relative. I do make a lot of jokes about, uh, genitals, so...
0: Yeah, it seems like a weird... Like, you guys don't stray away from mature content, so banning swear words seems arbitrary to me. Look,
1: I mean, it's... I don't know, man.
0: Fair enough. I I
1: push the envelope and Larry lets me, so... Okay. Larry.
0: So, anything else you want to talk about?
1: Uh... Nah, I mean, like, if if you want to learn about some Japanese stuff that people actually care about, unlike the stuff that we the games that apparently exist mm-hmm. that we have seen, then, yeah, you can, you can I mean, listen to my like podcast, a, I guess. Maybe, like, another podcast that we do together that is also about video games. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, Games witticism. No um, big
0: deal or anything. I'm not, my feelings aren't hurt that you forgot about it.
1: I, mean, I didn't forget. I just figured you had <laughs> mentioned it already. Because, I mean, yeah, you are the host that one. one. So who really right. cares? <laughs>
0: but, All yeah. Right. Do, you, do you want people to follow you on Twitter or anything, or do you want to be left alone?
1: I mean, I, apparently the silence means he wants to be left alone.
0: I. I was oh. to you. <laughs>
1: oh, me. Okay, sorry. I thought you were talking to Shane. No. Wow. Wow. Well, thanks. Shane. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. You can follow me at Stilts the GM.
0: All right. Great. Shane, you got anything you want to plug?
1: Nah. I mean, right. you are on Roll for Your Lives, the hit actual play podcasts. Yeah. Starring all three of us. I am. Yeah. That's true. You.
0: You can we listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm very lonely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you yeah,
2: can,
1: you can listen to yeah. my
2: episodes of Roll for Your Lives, where Luke, Luke, and uh, Dustin make me quit the Skype call in disgust. That's where Luke
1: true. and also where Luke tries to cyber with me. Yeah, yeah. just a little bit,
2: just a little, just bit. a little,
1: just yeah. a tip. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Anyway, yeah. As for me. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ssj Speed racer To throw one more podcast log on the burning fire of my life, you can listen to Teenagers with Attitude, where we talk about Power Rangers. I'm on
1: there, too, occasionally. Sometimes,
0: yeah, you guessed on there. Yep. Uh, and let's see, what else? Uh, I said, said my Twitter. Oh, of course, you can follow my porn Tumblr at womenoffantasticsizes.tumblr.com. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot <laughs> existed. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, you know, you can also follow my other, my other Twitter account, uh, OnlineErotica underscore which is uh, a collection of fantastical quotes, titles, dialogue, etc. from the world of online erotic stories. And to close out, let's just read one of these here. Oh, God. I forgot that
2: I... one exists.
0: <laughs> my grandma seemed happy and satisfied when many of the doctors said that my pituitary gland was malfunctioning. That's gonna do it for us tonight. See you again next time on Let's Place.
1: I thought I told you not to, but you had to, and you did.